Hey guys, what's going on? You're listening to the Woman for Greatness podcast. This is episode 33, and this voice in your speakers and your eardrum is me. I am Serena Hess. I am a speaker, podcaster, content creator, and your Instagram BFF. And the purpose of this podcast, the reason why my heart beats, is to find that thing for you that lights you up, that gets you excited for life. I wanna help you find that thing and I wanna help you pursue that thing every single day. And so this podcast is all about empowering women who have done that already or showing women who have not done that yet how they can pursue that thing that they really love in life, whether it is something creative, whether it's something business related. You can do that dream that's inside your heart that you're afraid to tell people, yeah, you can actually do that thing. And this podcast is all about the how, the who, the what you have to do. So I hope you enjoy. So I have a few announcements before I get into this episode with my friend Emily. Announcement number one is I had the awesome experience to speak at a workshop a few days ago. It was a vision board workshop. It was put on by Beautiful Sequence, Aisha, and Love Spun Floss Cotton Candy, three local businesses in Bakersfield. And so this event was so, so fun, and I got to meet all of these amazing women. If you're listening to this episode because you went to that event, oh my gosh, hey, what's going on? I'm so glad you're here. So that event was just really awesome, and it was really inspiring to see so many women in one room talking about their dreams and goals like so openly and so freely. So that just really lit me up and got me motivated to keep on going. I might do a podcast episode about that event and about what I spoke about, but for now I just wanted to tell you guys about it because it was so incredible. My next announcement is we are almost at 5,000 plays for the podcast. 33 episodes in, almost 5,000 plays. That's incredible. So I just wanted to give a big thank you to you, my friend on the other side who I'm speaking to. I want to thank you for taking me on your walks, taking me to the gym with you, taking me in the car. I love hanging out with you. I love helping you and sharing these incredible stories with you. And I I just want to say thank you. 5,000 plays. That's a big deal. You guys rock. You're amazing. You're my tribe. And I just love you so much. Okay. Last announcement is if any of these previous 32 episodes or this current 33rd episode, if you liked anything, if anything was good, where you just listened to it and you thought, ooh, uh huh. Yeah, that's me. If anything resonated with you, I would appreciate it so much if you pause this episode, like pause, and then go to the podcast app and leave a review on iTunes. Those little tiny reviews, even though it only takes a few seconds, they mean so much to me. It shows people that are thinking about listening, hey, real humans like this show, maybe I should check it out. So if you could leave a review, that would be incredible. And then come right back to this episode because we got some talking to do. Now that I've jabbered on about this and that, we get to talk about our guest for today. She is a dog mama, a wife, a believer. She's the community outreach coordinator for a local hospital in Bakersfield. And she's basically a social media guru. Do we still say guru? Is that a thing? 
it's a thing. So Emily is super incredible. And when I realized that she was in town in Bakersfield, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be her friend. I have to have her on the podcast and we have to connect. So this episode is really, really valuable and you guys are going to love it. In this episode, we talk about the twists and turns of Emily's life. She was a YouTuber before YouTubing was a thing. She started her YouTube account six years ago and she was a beauty YouTuber and basically reviewed lipsticks and makeup and different looks and she was ahead of the entire YouTube trend. We also talk about her boutique social media marketing agency where she helps local small businesses kill it on Instagram. She does a great job. We talk about what it's like to have quiet growth, to be working on something behind the scenes and not have everybody see it yet. We also learn some amazing tips and strategies to having real, genuine, actual friends on Instagram and creating a tight-knit community where you feel like you see them every day, you hang out with them every day, even if you have not ever met them in real life. When we record this episode, this was actually only my second time meeting Emily, but because we had been following each other on Instagram for so long, I feel like we've been friends forever. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and without further ado, let's roll the audio. So Emily, how are you today? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm so excited. I know, I've been really <laughs> wanting to have you on the show, but mm-hmm. I just had an Emily guest, and I thought it'd be too confusing to have two yeah, consecutive Emily. Two Emilys. <laughs> So tell everybody what you do, what you love, what you're about right now. Okay, so right now, well, I, I'm i a wife primarily, so my husband and I have been married for about seven years now, a little over seven years, um, and we're new puppy parents, so that's been the very exciting mm-hmm. thing. So cute. It's, yeah, it's like a whole new adventure. We really had no idea what we were getting into, but it's been really fun, like, and I do work full-time for a local hospital doing their art program and there's a lot of creativity that goes into doing you know working in a creative space like an art studio Um, and I think that that's where a lot of what I do now outside with like Instagram and trying to kind of share my experience and my creativity through that outlet kind of where it came from and So yeah, so I'm doing that. And then I also have kind of like my little side gig, um, Mm -hmm. my little dream job, if you will, (laughs) um, which is social design shops. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. So you're very involved in social media and I love that you show up and you're present and like what I'm going, because I'm a story girl, I'm always on stories and I love that you're always on stories too. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have Emily on the podcast. I'm so excited. And I was like, I've only met her once in real life, That's aside so from the and I, I was like, I feel like I see her all the time. We're all yeah. so I was like, oh, this is just the second time. I know. Isn't it's that crazy? so funny. Yeah, but you feel like you know somebody yeah. because you, like, connect and engage, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. So, speaking of you, like, talking to the camera, you mm-hmm. were super involved in YouTube a yes. few years ago. Mm-hmm. What Talk to me about that. Yeah, so, um, I think it was 2012 that I watched, I was watching YouTube. YouTube. I, I think I was watching like a makeup tutorial. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Candy Johnson because <laughs> I like adore her. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching her and I was just so inspired by like her sweetness and just her being so genuine. And growing up, I really, I, I mean, I wasn't like an unpopular kid and I wasn't a popular kid. I was just kind of like there. Yeah. Like I showed up to her or to <laughs> school and I just had a group of friends and 
Like we, I didn't really worry about that, but I never felt like I was, you know, I didn't have a particular thing in high school. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't really great at sports. I wasn't really great at anything. I just did good in school. Yeah. I was like a regular kid, an average kid. So I just remember watching Candy Johnson and she was so good at makeup and she just wanted to inspire people through makeup. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is so cool. Like to be able to like inspire people just by something that you really love. And at this point I knew that I really loved makeup, Mm -hmm. but I never really tried like doing it. And so I would follow her tutorials. (laughs) And I remember the one time I went to a wedding and I got like compliments from three people and they were like your makeup looks so good (laughs) and I was like really I followed this tutorial and and so it just made me think like I can totally do this you know and so that's kind of where it started it was just me wanting to I guess connect like with other people Mm -hmm. and kind of find a connection like makeup, you know, in a community where we had similarities and we liked similar things. And that's what it was. And I started out, you know, this was kind of at like the, the beginning of YouTube. Yeah. And I still have one of my really close friends is somebody that we started around the same time and Mm -hmm. she actually took off with it and she is very successful at YouTube, but it was just really great. It was such a fun like time and it was really strange talking to like a camera by myself, but it also felt so like just me. Yeah. And it was me it was me talking to myself and other people and people connected with that and mm-hmm. it was so cool. Yeah. So what you were saying, you started before it was really a thing mm-hmm. like it is now cuz now my little brother, I've mentioned this before, my little brother's like, "Oh, I want to be a YouTuber." Yes. And when I was little, like that wasn't an option. No. <laughs> so when you were like posting the videos and you thought, "Oh my gosh, this is fun. I could do this." What was like family or friends saying like, "What do you do? like was there any yes. that weird so, backlash?" So this was definitely it was like unheard of really by a lot of people and so yeah I think that too some of my friends were like oh you do YouTube so you just like talk to a camera Uh and even my husband he was super supportive about it but he was like that's really weird like I don't want to be in front of the camera (laughs) because I would always try to get him you know to like do tags and stuff Mm -hmm. and um he was always really like awkward in front of the camera which just wasn't his thing but he was so supportive of everything that I did Um, And I think he started thinking that it was really cool um, when um, I started getting, you know, invited to events um, Mm -hmm. because this was also around the time that brands started realizing like, hey, these people can talk about my products and, you know, whatever, advertise for you for free. So I started getting invited to different events mm-hmm. and um, people wanted to see us at things like IMATS or BeautyCon. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> going to a Dodger game with um, my friend Lizzie and my husband and his friend were there and they were like talking about YouTube and kind of like joking about it. Like, oh, we're with celebrities. Mm-hmm. And literally somebody came up to us and was like, you are, em- you're Emily and Lizzie. You guys have a YouTube channel. And it was so <laughs> surreal because we're at Dodger, at the Dodger stadium and you know, so many people there. And my husband was like, what is like, going wait a minute. on? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And yeah, I mean, it, it was completely different because I feel like, you know, it 
didn't take a whole lot, but now it's, um, it's like a big production Mm -hmm. to, to do these YouTube videos and people, you know, are making a living out of this and people want to be YouTubers Mm -hmm. when they grow up. So, so is that your first like fan experience quote, you know, like, I know who you are. Yeah. (laughs) And it's funny because like that, that was one experience. And then, um, at the kind of like the tail end of right around the time where I kind of was mm-hmm. like not doing as many videos was uh, we went to Disneyland and I had posted on Instagram randomly like yeah. a picture that I was at Disneyland and <laughs> there was a follower of mine that worked there and mm. so she you know she's like I really love your YouTube videos and when are you going to make more? I, I'm working tonight. She worked at Disneyland and she asked if I could go by the store to mm-hmm. like meet her. So that was amazing. <laughs> I was so just cool. like, somebody actually wants to meet me? Like, so yeah, it was really, it was really fun. It was really neat. It was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That mm-hmm. would be really fun. Yeah. And happen. then just to actually have people like, you know, really like the type of content that content that you create. I never really thought that I was like a makeup artist or really mm-hmm. great at it, but I just wanted to be super real with people and let them know you don't have to be a makeup artist to make your skin look good or, you know, yeah. have your makeup look nice yeah. and just an average girl trying to share her stuff. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Okay. So the transition, like the step back away from YouTube. Talk to me about that. Like what, yeah. what went on? So obviously when I had started my YouTube channel, um, I had actually started it right after I graduated from college. And so I had just gotten my marketing degree and I was currently working full time for a doctor. Mm-hmm. I was doing like his patient coordinating and then also marketing for him. And I got this really neat opportunity to move to LA. And so I was like, this is awesome because, you know, one, we were newlyweds, my husband and I. So we were like, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. We can move to LA and then I'll be closer to all these events. So I actually really thought that this was going to be a great opportunity for YouTube. But living in LA also just made life really busy Mm because you're stuck in traffic for so many hours and life got really just busy and difficult. I felt like, you know, I was trying to do my best because I I tend to pour myself out Mm -hmm. like 100% into whatever I'm doing. So I was trying to do 100% at, you know, this new job that I had just gotten in LA. And so I just kind of took a step back from YouTube and, you know, we moved back to Bakersfield, but I had, you know, kind of poured myself into my career to where I kind of had to make a decision because I, I didn't want to be the person that just created whatever content. I was really passionate about just like YouTube. like random content? Yeah. Okay. And that's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't just want to like do a video that I didn't really plan out and it didn't come out the way I wanted it to. And that's kind of what I felt was happening because I had less and less time. And so, so I stopped and I did, there was a few times where I tried to come back and I would explain, like, I just don't, I'm not the type of person to just Mm -hmm. create whatever because I want people to not forget about me. Yeah. And I think that's probably why a lot of people that have followed me since back then still are like sticking around Mm -hmm. and have become close friends of mine and like I still get to talk to them and I think that that's really neat because I just I don't know 
I guess I was genuine and they liked me. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's like six years of mm-hmm. like watching your stuff, consuming your content, like getting to know you. Yeah. So that's a long friendship. Yeah, it Even is. if it is just online, like exactly. it's a friendship. And, and you know, people, you know, because there's always been commenting and that engagement. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like there's a lot of people that are, you know, subscribers or followers that I don't really feel like they're followers they're Mm. really friends Mm -hmm. or people that you know we've invested time in each other yeah whether it's you know watch spending time watching stories or reading through posts like you're Mm -hmm. investing that time like you know them like how Mm -hmm. we were saying I feel like I know yeah exactly yeah so did you because your Instagram is is bigger too did you get that when you were making the YouTube videos that people just went over is that that so right around the time that YouTube was starting Instagram was kind of starting I remember because I look back at some of my like very first posts and Uh it's a lot of like eye mats and a lot of beauty stuff okay so all of my previous like YouTube years Mm -hmm. are on Instagram so right around the same time that's when you know we were um, trying to get people to follow us on socials. Yeah. A lot of it was Facebook at first. Mm-hmm. And I still do think I have like my my secret Glambition account um, that I don't go on because I feel like not a lot of people on Facebook. Facebook okay. Yeah. yeah it's definitely transitioned. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Instagram was starting to become popular. So I did have quite a few followers from there. Mm-hmm. And then. I wasn't totally active on Instagram until last year to the capacity that I am now. Oh yeah. But it was it was really cool and then just kind of stepping into this Instagram blogger community. Mm-hmm. It's just it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, so I'm really excited to get to that point, but mm-hmm. I want to briefly meant like you had quiet years right so mm-hmm. you did the YouTube and you yeah. had your Instagram going and then you had like you were in LA and then mm-hmm. so what like what was going on in the quiet like transition when you pulled back for a minute you know so yeah so there was a lot of changes going on like you know in our like in our family dynamic obviously my husband and I had just gotten married mm-hmm. like around the 3 year mark there was just a lot of stuff like we were trying to figure out in our relationship um and then one of the big things was us trying to grow our family yeah and so that we were really focused on trying to like kind of again pour all of our energy into trying to build that um but we were also really busy he was um starting his career and kind of transitioning into like what he's doing now in law Mm -hmm. enforcement and so we were not ready yet but then we got to a point where we were and it wasn't happening yeah and so that I think was a lot of why um I kind of stayed quiet because it was it it felt very lonely Mm -hmm. like I felt like nobody really understood what we were going through because I was going through unexplained infertility Mm -hmm. and it took us a while to get to that diagnosis and which to me was really strange because I had built like a community for myself where I could talk to people about things yeah but I was so used to talking about beauty and all Mm -hmm. of this stuff and so talking about fertility which is at that point or a few years ago I feel like wasn't very talked about yet it was strange that I wanted to keep it just to myself Mm -hmm. and so yeah that was kind of like my quiet time where I kind of stepped away and one day I was just like well you know what there's we both decided maybe this isn't you know, the time that God has chosen for us. Mm -hmm. And so what can we be doing to really just 
like uplift him and in whatever it is that he does have a purpose for us right now yeah so do you feel like you grew a lot during that quiet time definitely yeah definitely because I mean it really taught myself and my husband to rely on God a lot Mm -hmm. because we were again so focused on okay you know for years the first couple of years we were like we're not ready obviously to have children Mm -hmm. like we're both trying to figure out our careers and having fun and enjoying ourselves and then we thought okay we're ready and like it's gonna happen yeah and then it was like nope not yet and we were so confused Mm -hmm. because we were like what we're so young and we're healthy and it really humbled us in you know the fact that a lot of the times we put so much I think at that point we were like okay well when we when we decide that Uh we're ready for it like it's gonna happen and then it was like a halt Mm -hmm. like no this isn't your time yet and so it took us a little bit to to really grasp that and accept it but it's definitely helped now in these later years because it's now been about five years that we've been trying and so it's kind of just a process Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like for Ben and I because we got married 19 and 20 Mm -hmm. so everyone looked at us like whoa you're just kids you're way too young and so as soon as you get married or as soon as you get engaged when you're going to get married is the question as soon as you get married when you're going to have kids Mm -hmm. and I've seen it on social media more like when you're going to have kids and then like the quote the response quote is like you don't know if they've had miscarriages you don't Mm -hmm. know if they have infertility problems like you don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. and so him and I are at a place where it's like oh you know we're still like trying to build businesses trying to build our Mm -hmm. lives but I hear stories so mm-hmm. often now it's yeah. like more spoken about and I think oh my gosh like what if what if it's like okay I'm ready now and then it doesn't happen mm-hmm. you know and so that's kind of one of those things where it's not it's not in your your control like you mm-hmm. can't I try to control my life like yeah. so tightly and try to or like delegate every single minute exactly. but it's not always my option so mm-hmm. it's like okay like that's God's timing it's not mine mm-hmm. so thank you for talking about that because yeah. I know girls are like oh my gosh like I'm going through this I'm the only one but it's like you're not you're not yeah Yeah. and that's the amazing thing about Instagram too like there's such a huge community and I I realized that and I actually talked about a little bit about shared my story a little on Instagram Mm -hmm. but yeah it's there's a huge community out there and I guess that's the awesome thing about Instagram you realize that there's other people going through similar things Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. now we're talking about instagram let's talk about your so when did you dive back in to instagram and social media again and being here (laughs) yeah so along with kind of that you know my quiet years Mm -hmm. that did lead to a little bit of like not a depression but just a change because i had been so healthy for Mm -hmm. so many years and um, I thought, you know, my husband and I, we were like really fit and, you know, we just thought that it was perfect timing. Yeah. And so after talking with my doctor, he was kind of like, well, you just kind of need to relax. And so the next couple of years I was super relaxed and like, <laughs> I had a bunch of changes in my body and all of a sudden I was like, I wasn't feeling as confident anymore. Mm-hmm. Again, like in high school, I wasn't really the most confident person because I didn't feel like I was great at anything. But I felt like YouTube really boosted my confidence because I connected with so many people. Mm-hmm. And then I guess when I had that time of 
things weren't going my way and then I had changes in the way I looked and my confidence really took a, it really like yeah it just took a toll on me yeah and finally at the beginning of last year I want to say it was maybe around like May mm-hmm. or so I just remember reading this devotion because I was I would always scroll through Instagram and I would look at pictures and be like, oh my gosh, like there's no way I could ever create content like this. Mm-hmm. And I had also thought about, you know, maybe going back to YouTube and again, just at that time I was like, no, like I can't step back in. It's, you know, yeah, the game is just completely different and So I wasn't feeling very confident. And I remember reading this devotion telling me that it just really spoke to me, basically telling me, you know, you are not going to be like everybody else, but everybody has something to share. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, maybe you don't look the way that you did a few years ago when you felt really great about yourself, but you need to learn how to love yourself at every stage that you're at and Mm -hmm. know that, you know, you're just trying to better yourself in different ways, whether it's being healthier or just kinder or anything. So I just remember getting on Instagram and I was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going (laughs) to book a photo shoot for myself and I'm just going to let my creativity come out again. Um, I don't really know what is going to happen, but we're just going to do it. And so I want to say that I booked um, a photo shoot shoot with Joy, Mm -hmm. and I remember like feeling super not. You know, I was like, "This is a bad idea. (laughs) This is terrible. Let me cancel. Let me just cancel. Like, (laughs) never mind." I was not having a confident moment. Um, And then I remember just working with her, and she's so great at like making you feel so good. And it was just so much fun being able to know what it is that you want to share with others Mm -hmm. and then kind of envision how you are going to portray that in photos and like styling different things. And it was so much fun. And I remember posting the first picture and I was so nervous because I was like, what are people going to (laughs) say? Like, what are my friends going to think again? Because they already thought I was crazy when I did YouTube back in the day. And, you know, she's getting photo shoots of just her. I know. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But I did. And it was just like, again, just um, like the response and other being able to connect with other people. It was so much fun. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like you're an average girl. That's your purpose right now. Mm -hmm. It's to share that. Guess what? You don't have to be picture perfect to just share your creativity, share positivity. Mm -hmm. And for so many years, I feel like, you know, for those couple of years that I was in my like silent state, I felt not so positive, but Mm -hmm. I'm a very positive person. So it felt so different for me. And I just never wanted, I wanted to help people not feel that way, not feel like they're alone, not feel like just because you're not a certain size, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't feel great about yourself, you know? Um, Because I feel like God made all of us beautiful, and so doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how tall you are, doesn't matter. And I feel like we really need to just realize that we are all really beautiful and we all have something to share Mm -hmm. and so I was like okay 
and that's kind of how it started <laughs> and I just kind of went with it yeah and whatever comes into my mind and I'm just kind of like can we do this and I you know I'll like talk looking my around, photographer like, friends uh, okay yeah and you do kind of get like a little weird sometimes when you're doing a photo shoot but it's I don't know it's so fun like I feel like everybody should do it because yeah. it's almost like a little empowering because mm-hmm. you're just like yeah like I'm doing I'm rocking this yeah, even what we're gonna like, do now yeah <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you're not like maybe you look silly but in like the feeling inside yeah. it just feels I don't know it feels really cool mm-hmm. so I feel like a lot of girls like people who have normal jobs normal life whatever whatever mm-hmm. that means I feel like it's easy to spend a lot of time on Instagram specifically and just feel really stuck and really Mm -hmm. like just like, oh my gosh, in comparison and all that stuff. Yeah. And I think you do a really good job of like bringing the positivity in like you were just saying and encouraging and having like more of a connective Mm -hmm. um, environment on Instagram. So what would you say to someone that's feeling like maybe they're spending two or three hours on Instagram and they just feel drained and exhausted and like comparing themselves how do you create a more friend like friendship based Instagram or experience for that you know yeah so one of the things that really helped me and I think maybe I saw you like say something about this but okay I realized because I go through those moments too where Mm -hmm. like I'll just be flipping through and I'm like I think to myself like geez, like these are, (laughs) these are really awesome, you know, whether it's pictures or this person looks amazing or she has like awesome clothes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I could never be that. But what I started doing is I went through and I really kind of examined like the accounts that I was following. And basically if they didn't align with like, you know, what my what I really want my Instagram to be, which is positive, empowering women or inspiring anybody and, you know, sharing just fun, positive things, food and things that I really enjoy. And so when you surround yourself with people, like-minded people that want to share similar things that you do or have that passion and are not so, not searching to be the picture perfect type of person yeah it makes it easier so I kind of went through and unfollowed one mm-hmm. accounts that I thought to myself is this really bringing value to my life yeah and so Clean obviously yeah if I'm spending time my time like time is precious and so if I'm spending my time um on people mm-hmm. then who are the type of people I'm spending my time on yeah and so that really helped um and then just again, engaging with people. Um, because you know, like you said, you start feeling like you really know somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I've, I've made friends with people through Instagram and then we happen to meet each other like once, Uh but then we like talk all the time. So I'm like, Oh yeah, that's my friend, you know, so-and-so. And And your husband's (laughs) like, uh, (laughs) who's that? And I was like, don't you remember? And then like, even today, um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, record a podcast with my friend Serena. And he's like, Serena. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, Serena, duh. You don't follow her. So yeah, I I think I would tell people just make sure that you are the people that you are spending your time on. Mm -hmm. Like, are they bringing value to your life? And the same, what is it that you're putting out? Is it going to bring value to somebody else? Yeah. Because I'm really particular about that too. Like sometimes... I hold on to like pictures or different things Mm -hmm. because I don't know, 
I'm like, is this really going to bring value or am I just putting this out so that people cannot forget about me? Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. You know? Questioning your intentions. Mm-hmm. Making sure so, they're good. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. Like just being intentional about like how you're using mm-hmm. um, Instagram too. Yeah. So I know another thing, a lot of girls are like wanting to start a blog or wanting to, you know, do YouTube or just like get on Insta story more, mm-hmm. but they're afraid to put themselves out there or like show their face to the Insta yeah. story or the camera or just like to be open. Like, do you have any advice for that? Cause I know a lot of girls struggle with that. Yeah, definitely. And so I would say just honestly, just do it. Yeah. It gets easier with time. <laughs> I like if you, I don't know if I actually don't know if I have like my very first video, <laughs> but I would say, um, a lot. I would, there was so many things that I'm sure now if people were to go back and look, they'd find like a billion things to say, mm-hmm. oh, that's you wrong. You did that wrong. You did this that's wrong. Bad. You did that wrong. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that made me grow a lot too. Cause Um, I was still in YouTube when a lot of that started happening. Now it's like way more intense because you're expected to put out like a production. Like like it has to be good. Like it has to be spot on. (laughs) But even when I started, people, you know, would say comments like you are very expressive. Like your eyebrows move too much when you talk. (laughs) And I was like, what? Like, I'm sorry. Um, So, yeah. And they would always tell you like what is... You know, wrong. And so I don't know, but um, you just keep doing it. Honestly, it gets, it so gets easier with time. Uh, I do get a lot of people asking me, you know, how is it so easy for you to talk? Yeah. Like, it's to a camera. It's easy. Yeah. And I'm like, it was not. Yeah. Trust me. Like, it was really awkward at first. You're talking to yourself. <laughs> you're talking to yourself as if you're talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to like show your personality without somebody talking back to you, you know, but you're trying to have like a connection. Um, and just be, just be yourself because people can totally tell if you're being, yes, you know, if you're not being genuine and it just, it turns people off. Yeah. So that's when you have the most connection is, you know, when you're just being you. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that I really wanted to start doing this year is, um, just being a little bit more raw and kind of sharing a little bit more yeah. of like the bloopers and mm-hmm. all of that. Cause it's not picture perfect. It's not. <laughs> so that's, I'm glad you mentioned you want to be genuine. Like you want to be yourself mm-hmm. because so people can smell the BS. Like yeah. they know when you're faking it, they know when you're like, Oh my gosh. Like, so I've noticed with Instagram a change, like there's more ads. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, lot more ads. And so there's like ads like literally sponsored or there's ads like from your influencer and it's just hashtag ad. Yeah. And I've noticed like you, so you've done a couple like mm-hmm. things talking about companies or products. Yes. Um, I like it because it's like, it's gen- like you're actually excited. Mm-hmm. So we get so many ads, we can smell the BS. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, that's fake. That person yeah. doesn't really, you know, that one's Use not that. into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how do you like... Because you've talked about, like, the watches mm-hmm. and, like, you talk a lot about, like, your euphoria on your story yeah. and stuff. So how do you, like, make it natural or, you know, like, how do you go yeah. about when you get, like, an ad or, you know, something Yeah, like that? definitely. So one of the big things, even back when I was doing YouTube, if it's not a product that I really would use and that I'm not really excited about, then I would normally just, you know, let the brand know mm-hmm. I really can't talk about it. Like, I would just 
politely decline. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of brands that I worked with when I was doing YouTube, a lot of the times where I would have to say, I, I don't use your products, so yeah. I can't really say that. And so I think really having integrity in that. So, mm-hmm. you know, with Euphoria, I was a... I was a client before I was a, one of their ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And so that is the reason that they reached out to me because I started talking to them, you know, <laughs> before they were inviting me to different things. Yeah. And I really genuinely like their services. And so I feel like anytime that you want to get into this type of profession or, you know, thing where you're influencing others, you know, towards a specific product, Mm -hmm. it really has to be something that you enjoy because people will definitely know Mm -hmm. if you're not saying the truth. Yeah. Same with Daniel Wellington. I, when, you know, she showed me her products, I was like, oh my gosh, these are really nice. (laughs) And then, um, you know, thankfully they, she was nice enough and kind enough to send me her products. And, um, I like to test things out too. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you are, so I think when you're honest with the brand, um, they'll respect you even more. Because I, a lot of the times, will let a brand know, if I haven't used them before, mm-hmm. I'll let them know I really would like to see the product first and try it out yeah. and then give my honest opinion. There's been some times where I receive something and it's probably something that I wouldn't wear. And so I'll just let them know, you know, mm-hmm. um, this would be my honest review. And then they say, okay, well, um, thank you yeah. anyway, you know, yeah. and they'll ask me to just not review them. <laughs> don't talk about it. Yeah. And so, don't say, hey, don't, don't yeah. buy this. And so, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the times brands that I've thankfully gotten the opportunity to work with are brands that I already love mm-hmm. or that I've purchased from. Mm-hmm. And then I'm already sharing with people. And so yeah. then they reach out to me because they know that I love their products. Mm-hmm. So would you, cause I know like a lot of girls who are just starting or, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, Oh, I want someone to pay me to talk about this or I yeah. want a free product. Would you just highly, highly recommend to hold off as long as possible? Oh yeah, definitely. And, and that's another thing. Like if you're doing this, for the purpose of getting free things or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, getting paid to do things, it's the wrong reason. Yeah. Honestly. I think again, when you genuinely share what it is that you like, um, you'll be able to match with brands, you know, a lot yeah. better. And then you'll be able to be more genuine about the things that that you actually really do like. And that's really where you kind of find success. I guess you can say mm-hmm. in those aspects because you'll you'll get to work with brands that you really enjoy instead of at this point now people are reaching out like left and right you put out a nice picture and yeah. then all of a sudden you get all these like random brands DMs that or... are like DM me <laughs> hey, we want to work with you <laughs> yeah and it's like the same thing they posted to 50 other people uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like oh you know we'll give you this discount and it's like but I don't, I've never even tried. Yeah. I've never even heard of you. (laughs) Where did you come from? Yeah. (laughs) So definitely if you're doing it strictly to get like free stuff, it's kind of the wrong, it's not the wrong way to go about, about it. But yeah, definitely I would say start out with the brands and reach out to them. Mm -hmm. There's been plenty of times where I really liked a brand like OPI Mm -hmm. nail polishes. Yeah. They came out with their Peru line and I'm Peruvian. Okay. So you're like, yes. I was like, oh my gosh, let me, let me just email 
their PR person. So I emailed and I said, hey, you know, my name is Emily. I, you know, do a lot with Instagram and I have a YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, I would really love to try your Peru line because I have a connection with it. I'm Peruvian. Yeah. And I just think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And they were like, sure, let me, let us send it, send, Mm -hmm. you know, send you the, um, the package. And that was like a very, you know, it was something that I really wanted to try out. Mm -hmm. And again, when brands see that you kind of have a connection or there's a purpose other than just trying to get free stuff, then it it works. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. So speaking of brands, you have Mm -hmm. your own brand Mm -hmm. where you help other brands. Can we talk about that? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, social design shop is like my little baby and we're, I'm still working on it, you know, and, and kind of getting it to grow. Yeah. But what it is, is basically, um, I do social media management. Um, so I help businesses and I like to work with smaller businesses Mm -hmm. to kind of help them figure out the whole Instagram and social media game. Yeah. And again, just getting them to find, you know, their voice. Mm -hmm. That's really what I'm trying to do is help people find their voice through creative, you know, expression, whether it's through their social media or a design. So I do design, web design, logo designs, and just kind of your digital marketing Mm -hmm. type things. And then just most recently, I have actually started some consulting with other bloggers that kind of want to grow and just know more about how it is that you get to work with different brands Mm -hmm. and how to go about that. So that's yeah. awesome. That's I exciting. Know. It's fun. When you're doing, when you're working with like small businesses, is it hard to kind of find their voice and find their style and their brand for them? So what I like to do is kind of um, sit down and do like a whole interview process yeah. and they kind of fill out what it is, you know, what's their mission and their voice. What's really cool about it is that I get to really work together with them and we build these really neat relationships yeah because I want it to be their voice I don't want it to be like what Emily's telling you to put out or I can you slapped onto their exactly just copy and paste yeah yeah like I can give you all of the advice that I think would work Mm -hmm. but if people can sense that that's not what your business sounds like Mm -hmm. and what it is then it's it doesn't doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter So it's really neat because I get to work closely with, you know, these different business owners to, you know, really understand who it is that they are, who they want to market to. And then we kind of get to build this, you know, marketing strategy. Yeah. And then we, you know, create content and kind of figure out what it is that they want their voice to be. Yeah. So that's your baby right now. That's my baby. That's what you're working Mm -hmm. on and growing. That's awesome. If we want to find you, if we want to learn from you, if we want to just stay in touch with you, like where do we go to do that? Where are you at the most? Where can you, where can we just get to know you better? So at the moment you could definitely head over to my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is where I'm the most active. That's where I'm letting you know, like what's going on. I do have a few projects in the works. Um, that I'll be releasing and so I try to be super active and I love meeting new people Mm -hmm. and yeah that's really where I want to express like positivity and and share more about myself Um, some of my goals for 2019 are just to share more about the different parts of my life Mm because I know this year I kind of focused a lot on 
fashion um, because that was actually something that I really wanted to do on YouTube, but yeah. I never did. Oh, and I felt because I was coming back as this, you know, trying to be more confident mm-hmm. in my body and, and who I am mm-hmm. and my style, I feel like I really wanted to focus on that. But there's so many other parts that I want to show just, you yeah. know, just in general about my lifestyle and the way I eat and my faith and all kinds of things. So yeah. Instagram is definitely the place to go. Okay. So I have <laughs> two more questions now that we know where to find you. What, what would be something you would tell your younger self? Like when you were just starting YouTube or maybe when you weren't feeling as confident, like what would you tell your younger self? Ooh, what would I tell my younger self? I would probably tell my younger self that it's okay to be different. So I grew up in a Seventh-day Adventist home where we didn't do a lot of stuff. Well, we didn't do anything from Sunday, uh, uh, sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Okay, so strict Sabbath. So it was Sabbath for me. Yeah, okay. And that was really different being in a public school where you have a lot of activities. Oh, slumber parties. And, yeah, and... slumber parties and um, football games oh. and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And a lot of me growing up was being nervous about not being accepted because of that Mm -hmm. and now I feel like that makes me unique that makes me different Mm -hmm. and people can sense that sometimes and people accept me for that Mm -hmm. and I accept people for whatever their beliefs are or Mm -hmm. their differences so your faith is what so my faith Yeah. yeah yeah and so I feel like I would tell my younger self that it's okay to be different Mm-hmm. Because growing up, I was always so afraid. I, I always really wanted to be, just always feel accepted. Yeah. I'm very much a people pleaser. And so I like it when people love me I because I love yeah, people. I am too. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. I love people. So I'm like, if you love me, I love you. This like, is we love everybody. <laughs> so I would tell, yeah, that's probably what I would tell my younger self is that it's okay to be different and it's okay to express yourself Mm -hmm. because I was very shy and when I tell people that now they're like what I don't believe you yeah Yeah. because you're totally not shy now but I was really shy Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things that even now I'm a little shy about but I'm trying to work towards Mm -hmm. Um, like I would never sing in front of people all of my talents that I feel that God gave me like public speaking Uh and (laughs) singing and whatever I'm doing now I feel like those are talents that God was kind of like you yeah. need your you need to use your voice for this you need reason. to work on it and refine it yeah and, yeah and I was so scared as a little girl but <laughs> I would tell myself like no girl like just do it <laughs> yeah just sing belt it out be you know express yourself mm-hmm. musically I was even shy of playing the piano like, I did not want people to, to you know. see you. Yeah. And now I'm like, teach me how to play the piano again. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, last question. Like, what does it mean for you to be a woman for greatness? Well, <laughs> being a woman for greatness, I feel like I can find my greatness in what God gave me. Mm-hmm. So, in my talents. But mostly... I find my greatness in helping other people, and especially women, realize that they are amazing. Like, we, each of us are so different, and I see this in just meeting different people, in meeting you, and 
and meeting like so many people here Mm -hmm. locally that have different talents but we all kind of have this unified vision of just wanting to spread positivity and Mm -hmm. wanting to show you know women or anyone really that they have a purpose you have a purpose in life you have been given talents Mm -hmm. maybe you don't know what they are yet maybe you're really shy or you know what they are but you're like you're afraid "Mm, yeah I'd rather not right now (laughs) and just going with it just not really caring Mm -hmm. you know and just being confident in the fact that if God gave you those talents then you need to use them because they're gonna affect somebody in some way yeah so finding my greatness in God the greatness that God gave me and then um, helping others mm-hmm. realize that they're I great. I love that. Yeah. Yay. Okay, you guys. So you have to go and follow Emily on Instagram. Can you lay out your Instagram? Yeah. Spell it out with this. So it's <laughs> underscore, underscore, Emily Hernandez, underscore, underscore. Yeah. Boom. So go and follow her right now before you forget. And I thank you guys for listening. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's all I have for you. This was episode 33 and you know, Emily is just so honest. It takes serious bravery to open up about some of the things that she talked about and I just really appreciate her, the light that she's bringing into the world, the constant positivity that she's just putting out there and I love her attitude of, you know, why couldn't I do that thing? Why couldn't I get back into Instagram or YouTube? Like, why why couldn't I do something like that? That same line applies to you. Why couldn't you do that thing? Why couldn't you be an artist? Why couldn't you be a singer? Why couldn't you open up an Etsy shop? Why couldn't you? I know it's pretty scary when there's so many opinions and so many people saying, oh no, you can't do that, or oh no, honey, you're not really not made for something like that. Well, why not? Guys, I hope this episode inspired you to really think, well, what could I do? What could I add to the world? What is it that I love, that I want to do, that I've been sitting on, not really pursuing, not really chasing after? Well, why couldn't you? All right, that's all I have for today. I will be back next week with a juicy solo round. If you loved this episode, screenshot this, post it up on your Insta story. I love to see who's listening, where they're listening at, what's going on. I'm a super Insta stalker, so I love to see what's going on in your guys' world. Until next time, guys, keep pursuing your greatness. And remember, you're a woman made for greatness. So why couldn't you? Okay, talk to you later. Bye.